Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I'm Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how hiking a mountain is very similar to financial planning and eventual retirement. Yeah, it's a fun analogy that we got introduced to and some of the nuances of uh, like some old analogies that have been kicked around in our industry for the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, Alex and I were on a on a call um, this past week and uh, we heard this analogy from, from the speaker and it really kind of hit us over the head, especially where we live out here in Seattle. Hiking is is quite prevalent uh, and really good as well. And so um, this this analogy really hit us over the head, and we thought we would share it with you all. So, Alex, why don't you why don't you share the analogy? Sure. So the idea is that the the hill or mountain that we're climbing is retirement, and you know, there's, it's, you know, think about it as like an out and back or, or a loop around, uh, up the mountain and back down. And there's really two distinct parts. There's one climbing it. And then there's two coming back down. And if we slip and fall, when we're going up the mountain, like it's happened to me on hikes before, like most of the time you, you know, fall forward, fall into the mountain. It hurts. It, it's not fun. It kind of sucks. You might scrape up your knee or whatever, depending upon the, the terrain, but it's super easy to pick yourself back up and keep going on the way down the mountain, depending upon where you slip. And if you fall forward, you might be in trouble. Like you might fall a significantly further distance, or you might hurt yourself a lot worse when you fall because there's nothing there to catch you. And in the example, or to, in the analogy, working and your income is what's the hill. And so when you fall forward going up the hill, your income essentially catches you. Because you're reliant upon your assets for income in retirement, there's nothing there to catch you. And so you fall a lot further. Yeah, this is... <clears throat> And this isn't a, like, I hope everybody hearing this, this isn't us trying to scare you. This is just help us sharing with you the difference between pre-retirement and retirement. And unfortunately, a lot of times the people that get to retirement, they, they say something like, I wish I would have done X, or I wish I would have known X, right? More importantly. And so if you don't know it, then it's much harder when you're coming down the mountain, it's much harder to catch yourself. And so, you know, things we're talking about here is so in pre-retirement, you know, we've talked about, you know, protecting your income, but also we've spoken about where are you putting your money, right? right? Like Alex talked about, like your income catches you when you're going up the mountain, if you will, but also the protection of your income also catches you if something mm-hmm. were to happen. And then as well as, if you weren't saving enough money early on, which it's hard to do when you're starting your practice, if you weren't saving your money early on, you can catch up ideally still later on, right? Like if you started your practice at say 30, right? Maybe those first five years, there's not a lot of savings going on because you're, you're, everything's go back into practice and we get that. Or paying down student debt or whatever right. else. Exactly. But then you get to age 40 and now we've got income coming in the door and now we're able to save so you can actually catch up if you will 
with that ask with with your savings. But you also have the ability to work a little bit longer or work a little bit harder. You've got more flexibility with the income coming in the door because you have more control over it. Also, where are you putting the money, right? We've had plenty of conversations around how money can be taxed pre-retirement and then in retirement. How much liquidity, meaning how much access do you have to, to funds? We've had conversations around that. How do we leverage different assets? We've had conversations with that. How do you set up your practice so it's actually sellable? We've had conversations with that. All of this type of stuff occurs in the pre-retirement stage. But if you wait too long to actually have any sort of planning aspect with this, so now imagine you're 65, 70 years old, you didn't have the planning, planning set up. And now you're like, maybe you can't practice anymore. Maybe something else occurs. Maybe you don't want to practice anymore. Like who knows what might occur. Now you're coming down the mountain. Well, there may not be anything there to, to catch you. Or maybe if there is something there to catch you, you're still going to get hurt a little bit. Right. And like this was brought up in the context of what's going on in the financial markets right now. Like we're sitting here in July of 2022 and it's been a fairly brutal year in the markets. And so like the idea and concept was if you're pre-retirement, like this is an example of falling and there's things that we can do, even if you were suboptimal when this occurred, if you didn't have plans in place, if you're like, whatever your circumstance and situation are, if you're working, you know, as long as you're not within like months or maybe even just a couple of years of retirement, you still have the ability to recover from this. Whereas if you're not properly structured and you're coming down the mountain, an event like this can be catastrophic. This really all comes down to, are you having any type of financial planning conversation with, with yourself, with someone that you, you, you respect and has been successful, or maybe with your financial advisor or planner? What are you doing from a planning aspect? And I hear too many times, Alex, when you and I are talking to people, and this isn't me trying to toot a horn. This is just, I think a lot of financial planners out there hear this, or a lot of people out there hear this when they learn something with finances, they say, man, I wish I would have known that earlier. Oh yeah. No, and the I... only way to know it earlier is to be proactive and learn it and ask for help or ask for, for guidance or, you know, go out there and find, there's plenty of books out there as well. Yeah. Uh, the earlier that you get involved and the earlier you find someone, whether it's us or anybody else, doesn't matter. Find somebody who can be on your team and help be a coach, help be a guide, help, you know, who's been on the trail before and knows, oh, hey, we got to watch out for this thing coming up ahead whatever it is. So it's it being able to, to work with somebody so that you're not just out there on an unfamiliar trail all by yourself is really the, the key takeaway. So make sure you're, you're, you're thinking about this. Make sure you don't be the person that says, I wish I would have known that. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is in your backpack when you go out hiking, what's in your pack? And like from really what we're asking is like when we're talking about the retirement analogy, do you have everything that you need for hiking up the mountain and coming back down? 
So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question of the day. Or if this, this brought up like stuff that you haven't thought about or a big aha moment, let us know. We'd love to hear that. We get, we get emails all the time from, from you all. And we always appreciate that as well as if you learn anything, share this episode, share this episode with other NDs, other people that you're working with, because my guess is they might get something out of it too. That's the whole reason we started this podcast. Absolutely. As always, we hope this episode was valuable. And Mr. Collins, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, Air Insurance License Number 15319412. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, Air Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2022-142035, expiration August 2024.